Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Brandon Woodruff. Welcome to the Pastors Getting Fit podcast. Um, this is the second Q&A episode I've done. It's uh, Facebook Live that I do where I just take questions and answer them. Uh, and there's someone here that I hope you find helpful. Um, and I will be back to another interview next Monday. Um, so three things really quickly. Number one, if you uh, like this podcast, it'd be great if you reviewed it wherever you listened. It would just help it kind of bump up uh, in the ratings or whatever so that more people uh, see it and, and can benefit from it. Um, or share it with somebody you know, that'd be awesome. Uh, number two, there's a Facebook group uh, called Pastors Getting Fit, same name as the podcast. If you'd like to join that and have a place to kind of pursue your fitness with other pastors. And number three, I'm an online fitness coach. I work with people all over the country. I have worked with a lot of pastors and still do. So if you're in a spot where you need some help, uh, feel like what you're doing isn't working or just don't know where to start, shoot me a text 251-635-8055 and let's chat and see how I can help. Hope you have a good one and enjoy this podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm just doing the uh, live Q&A here. Now that it's not... Now that it's starting to get my kind of weather, uh, I'm sitting outside to do these things as often as possible. So uh, here is um, the live. I'm going to go ahead and give you as many, um, I'll answer as many questions as you guys have. Uh, I've got four questions to start it off today. So I'm going to start with these. And if you um, if you want have another question, um, if you have a, a fitness question, just drop it in the comments and I'm happy to answer. All right. Um, so Steve uh, hit me up with a bunch of different questions. So I'm going to go through these. Um, he says first. Um, he says, how does weight gain play a role in strength and how much weight should you gain in a strength block? Uh, okay, I'll take those one at a time. So um, how much, how does weight play, how does weight gain play a, a role in strength? Well, I mean, I think what he's asking here is like, um, how does weighing more like affect your strength? And obviously, so like if you, if you, if you are at a higher weight, you're going to be able to push more weight typically, right? So like if you think about, um, you know, think about like, uh, like cars, like think about like what you would want. Um, let's say you got your, your car stuck in a ditch. What kind of uh, vehicle would you want? Like pulling you out of the ditch? Like, do you want like a, like a Honda civic with like a, you know, a chain tied to it and like, it's trying to pull you out? Or do you want like a big, like truck, you know what I mean? That's trying to pull you out. Like you want the truck, not just for the horsepower and stuff, but sheer, like sheer size, like a, a, the, the force of resistance pushing against it is more so it can pull more weight. So, I mean, the heavier you are, typically, like as long as you've been strength training, um, the uh, the more weight you're going to be able to push. So, like me, the same person um, at, you know, 170 pounds is going to probably be able to push less weight uh, than if I'm like at like 195, like on, on most of my lifts. Um, and that's why, you know, uh, sometimes you'll have somebody who is um, a, re- a really overweight person, but can come in with a already high like squat or leg press. Uh, they're already there are not only like do they have they been work walking for a, lo- a lot and like having to push a lot of weight already because of their sheer body weight, but like they just have that <clears throat> they have a lot more weight behind them to push against the uh, the external resistance. So that's how I'd answer the first part. And then he says, how much weight uh, should you gain in a strength block? Um, so what he's referring to here, like. Um, you know, strength block, just like a, a designated amount of time that you are intentionally trying to get stronger uh, and push your lifts up. So like, um, first of all, I'd say it depends how long the strength block is. Like I'm not a power lifter. Um, one of these days I'll probably get into it. But right now, like uh, I have not um, trained as though I'm a power lifter. So I don't do like pure strength blocks like that. Um, but I'll just say like for, for simplicity's sake, 
um, let's say that a, that a strength block that you've chosen to do is, is four weeks. Um, so it depends where you are on the spectrum. So like if you're somebody who's just, just now jumping into um, to weight training, uh, like cold, haven't been doing much of anything in the, in the form of strength and resistance training, uh, then you're gonna want. Then you're probably gonna pick up some weight, especially if you're eating enough. You're you're gonna pick up weight faster than somebody else. Um, but I know I happen to know Steve's situation, so I'm gonna answer it as though it's him, and he's somebody who's been um, lifting for quite a while. Has definitely gotten past his uh, his like novice beginner like gains and stuff like that. Um, so I I would like to see like typically, you know, no more than like four pounds a month. Uh, I mean, and that's uh, obviously like for somebody like Steve would be really aggressive. Um, you know, I, I think that, but if somebody's coming in pretty fresh, uh, four pounds a month is a good, um, you know, about a, a pound a week is the most I really want to see somebody gain. Typically, um, if they're gaining more than a pound a week, um, that probably means they're gaining more fat. You always gain, like you always gain and lose fat and muscle simultaneously. You can just skew the percentages, right? So like if you are, you know, if you're, if you're eating a lot, but you're also lifting a lot, then you're going to like skew the percentages and you're going to get more muscle and a little fat with it. But if you are eating too much, um, you know, and, or you're not lifting enough, then you're going to skew it the other way and you're going to get more, um, you're going to get more body fat than you do muscle. And so if you're gaining it typically, you know, you can't really gain unless you're just kind of a genetic freak, you can't really gain much muscle, much more muscle than like a, like a pound a week. Uh, and that's when you're, when you're pretty new to it. So like, I mean, for somebody like you, Steve, man, I'd be impressed if you gained, <laughs> I'd be impressed if you gained like a pound or two pounds a month, you know, I know that's how, that's how it is for me, uh, at this point. So, uh, okay, cool. I think, I think that, uh, answers that. If not, let me know, Steve. Um, let's see. Number two, he says, how and when do you implement diet breaks? Uh, can being in a consistent caloric deficit combined with weight training for an extended period of time, uh, burn you out? Well, yeah. I mean, so like, <clears throat> um, so let's just say uh, somebody is trying to cut down on body fat uh, and they're lifting weights while they do it. Um, if they're in a, it depends, first of all, I'll say how long you can last without kind of like becoming exhausted depends on how extreme the deficit is. Uh, typically I like to put people in like a 20% max calorie deficit. So like, um, you know, uh, if somebody, you know, I'm probably going to screw the math up when I say this, but if somebody is, you know, let's say that their total daily energy expenditure, which is just what, how many calories they burn uh, throughout the day, uh, through activity, through just their body doing what it does, um, you know, to, to stay alive, all of that, like, um, let's say they burn 2,600 calories a day, um, I would put them, uh, you know, probably like 2,000 calories a day uh, and see where they go with that. And that's a deficit. And at a 2000 calorie deficit, you're going to be able to do that a lot longer and sustain it without burning out and without your, like your, your lifts and your uh, weight training suffering too much. And without you just feeling absolutely miserable than if you, than if I were to say you do 1500 calories, that's a huge deficit. You don't, I mean, rarely do I ever recommend something like that unless it's just a quick jump start. Uh, you know, so I, I would say that it depends on how big the calor caloric deficit is, but if the caloric deficit is it, like a caloric deficit just means you're burning more calories. You're, you're consuming fewer calories than you burn. Right. So you're like a, the whole like energy expenditure exceeds like energy intake through food, uh, through calories. So if you are, um, if you're consuming, uh, if you're, if you're in that caloric deficit and it's not too extreme, um, you know, it, it just kind of depends on the person, honestly. I mean, some people, um, it depends what, what the side effects are that are, that are affecting them. Right. So like it's for some people, it's going to be like a mental thing, um, and a psychological thing more, more like before it's a physical thing. So like they're struggling with, 
they're struggling with compliance with the, the eating program because they have, they're just like burnt out and they hate their life. You know, they're just, they want like other foods and they feel miserable when they are just trying to stick to these calories every day. So for somebody like that, I would implement a diet break, as you put it, Steve, like, um, more soon, like sooner than I would for somebody who is not having that issue. Uh, but if somebody is not having that issue and they're just like, you know, they just, when they eventually get to a place where they're, their lifts are really suffering. Um, they are not feeling well, even despite like getting enough rest and things like that. They're feeling worn down and exhausted. That's time to me as a coach to, to help them come out of the caloric deficit. Now, I'm not going to put them in a caloric surplus. I'm going to put them in about their maintenance amount of calories at that point uh, so that they can hang out at maintenance for a while. They're not going to continue to lose weight during that maintenance time, but they're not going to gain it either. They're going to kind of, they're typically going to going to wind up um, just staying about the same, having that kind of psychological break. And then when they're like, all right, I'm ready to go again, then we drop back into the deficit. So that's how I'd, that's how I'd answer that. I mean, and I'm not going to give a specific amount of time because I think it's different for everybody. So, um, all right, let's see. Third question. Can you gain weight on keto? Yes, you can gain weight on keto. I have, um, I've beat the keto issue to death over the past, uh, past week, I think. So I'm not going to go crazy on this. Um, what it comes down to is like, you've got to, you again, you've got to burn to lose weight. You have to burn more calories than you consume. All right. I don't care if you're on keto. I don't care if you're on paleo. I don't care if you're just eating whatever you see. Uh, I don't care if you are fasting for 16 hours a day. Like if you burn, if you consume more calories than you burn, you will not lose weight. You'll gain weight over time or stay the same. If you, if that's about where you've been eating for a long time, but you will not lose weight no matter what diet you're on. Keto is a real thing. Ketosis is when your body goes into, it turns to the fat stores in your body to, for, for energy. To, so there is a little bit of a boost there to how much fat you can lose if you're in a caloric deficit and not having carbs. But if you're not in a caloric deficit, it does not matter what diet you're on. So if you are eating keto um, and you're still in a caloric surplus, which means you're, you're eating more than you burn, then yes, you will. It is highly possible, and pro- I would say even probable for you to, to for you to gain weight on keto. Because and the reason is this: uh, a, a protein, one gram of protein and one gram of of carbs. Each of those is four calories, right? So if you eat a gram of protein, it's four calories. If you eat a gram of carbs, it's four calories. One gram of fat is nine calories, over double the amount of the other two macronutrients. So if you get to a point where like you suddenly get rid of all of your carbs and you go to a really high fat diet, which is typical of keto, but you're not paying any attention to your calories at all. And you have a tendency to go toward more foods that are higher calorie. Um, then it is highly possible and even probable for you to gain weight on, on keto. So that's how I'd answer that. Um, a lot of times people who pay no attention to calories and get on keto and lose a bunch of weight. The reason they do that is because they had a really high carb diet that was mostly consist. The carbs mostly consisted of, um, things like sodas, chips, candies, like all these kind of things that that I would I would say should be sometimes foods, right? Like not bad foods, sometimes foods, but not often foods. So like I would say that those kind of foods when people are having those um, all the time and then suddenly they're on keto and they cut that out because they're carbs. Uh, yeah, you're probably going to lose weight because unless you substitute substitute it with a bunch of other high calorie foods from fat. So that's how I'd answer that. All right. Paul says, I walk one mile each way from my car to my workspace. Do I need to still incorporate cardio into my strength training specifically for weight loss? Uh, man, it totally depends. Um, you know, like how how quickly you want to lose the weight is what it comes down to. Like any activity that you can do. Um, 
any activity that you can, any physical activity that you can do to burn more calories is just going to increase the rate at which you, you lose the weight. So, um, you know, what I typically will do with clients who are trying to, to, to lose uh, weight, which I prefer the term lose body fat, because we don't really care what the number on the scale says if we look and feel good, right? But like, if, um, if somebody is trying to lose body fat, um, and I will put them on a strength training program, and then we do cardio as much like if, if they have time for it. If they have cardio at the end of a strength, if they have time at the end of a strength session, we'll tack some cardio on there. If they have no time then, but they've got 30 minutes on a day that they're off from the strength training or whatever, we'll throw in the cardio then. Um, you know what I mean? And the cardio can be whatever you want. It can be walking. Walking is one of the best. I prefer walking to running personally because it doesn't really affect your training as much. If you go out running a long time, um, you are probably going to be putting a lot of, man, the sun is getting serious. You're probably going to put uh, a lot of uh, tension on your joints and things like that, which can then affect your strength training, like your squats and your deadlifts and things like that. Um, you know, so I prefer things like biking or walking uh, for your cardio, uh, even rowing if it doesn't, you know, which depending on the timing, it can also affect your, uh, your, your strength uh, stuff. But that's, that's kind of how I'd answer it. It just depends if you want to, if you have time to do more cardio and you want to lose the, lose the body fat a little bit quicker, Throw in more cardio when you want to. If not, then just do what you're doing, man. It's, it sounds good to me. Um, let's see. Any other questions pop up? What's up, everybody? Thanks for jumping in here. Hello, Clark. Thanks for saying hello. All right. Uh, if anybody else has any other questions, feel free to comment later, and I will answer them. Hope you're having a good Friday. I know. By the way, I know I usually do this on Wednesday. It's been a crazy week, uh, so... Here I am on Friday. Hope you guys have a good uh, rest of the Friday and your weekend. Hey, hey, quick reminder, uh, Pastors Getting Fit Facebook page. If you'd like a little free community there, uh, people on the journey with you, um, review this wherever you listen to podcasts and maybe share it with another pastor who you think um, might benefit from it um, in a loving way, of course. And uh, if you think you might be interested in online coaching, somebody to, to kind of uh, help you uh, figure out what to do and help you stick to it, uh, 251-635-8055. That's my number. Uh, shoot me a text. We'll set up a time to call. Um, yeah, hope you have a good day. Hope you enjoyed this episode.